No flies on me, no flies on you. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. I'm watching a YouTube video uh, where it's about the no-fly zone and just the general airplane situation for Ukraine-Russia war. And the YouTube channel is called Ward Carroll, W-A-R-D-C-A-R-R-O-L-L. The video is called Military Aviation Expert on Why a No-Fly Zone Would Solve Putin's Problems. And he's talking to a guy named Justin Blanc. If you want to look this stuff up, I'm sure you don't care. So the first thing is there was this talk about sending a bunch of MiG-29s. I think like MiG-29 is like the best uh, Russian uh, fighter jet. And, you know, not only does Russia have them, but a lot of other countries have them. And so they were talking about sending a bunch of MiG-29s from Poland over to Ukraine so Ukraine can use them. And then, and everyone's like, sweet. And then Poland is like, oh, well, we're not going to send them over. We're going to give you, we'll give them to you, America. Well, you know, we'll give them to to America in Germany. And then you can go give them to the Ukraine people. And, uh, and America's like, well, you know, it sounded good when you were going to give it to them, but we're not going to give it to them. All right, and there's always this World War III possibility stuff. But apparently, um, Polish MiG-29s are not the same thing as Ukrainian MiG-29s. Because Poland is in NATO. Like, they're, you know, they're buddy-buddy with America. And so their jets are different. Like, the whole interior and all the controls and the blah-blah is different. And also, it has a whole bunch of fancy, like, American technology built into these MiG-29s. Like, I think, you know, like, jamming the other whatever, the plane flies in and they just send out electronic signals that just mess up all the other airplanes that they're fighting against. And whatever, just call it high-tech stuff. So they got high-tech stuff. The Polish MiG-29s have high-tech stuff. And there's a rule that NATO high-tech stuff made by America cannot be given to countries that are not in NATO. So, you know, maybe they could break this rule or change the rule. But currently... um, there's a rule. You can't give these MiG-29s to the Ukrainians because it's got too much high-tech stuff. So I think the expert here, his name is, I think it's Justin Blanc. Whatever, you can find all, you can find all this video. Go to the 34-minute mark of this video if, if you really care. But, so, long story short, he says it would take two weeks to two months, somewhere in the two-week to two-month area for Ukrainian fighter jet pilots to learn how to f- fly these MiG-29s. They know how to fly other MiG- their own MiG-29s, but these ones are way different, and so it would take them a long time to learn how to fly them. Second off, the current rules say you can't give them to them anyways because it's got a bunch of high-tech American crap in them. And then finally, even if you change the rules, they don't want these... They don't want... So if, if you know, if the high-tech stuff is in the airplane and the airplane gets shot down over Ukraine and then the Russians like go over and grab the shot down airplane and then they're like ah now we know how to make the tech ourselves so even if the rules change we don't really want to send it over to a place where the Russians might be able to steal our technology for their airplanes so then the second problem with this you know the good old the no fly zone like why it won't work basically is that the Russians are not killing the Ukrainians with their airplanes, or at least mostly. Mostly, what they're doing is they're doing um, they're doing like missiles, you know, ground ground to ground missiles. They're doing um, 
I don't know, giant bullets, whatever a tank does. You know, they're shelling, they're shelling them. Anyways, that's ground to ground. Almost everything that they're doing is ground to ground. Now they're doing like big ass missiles, uh, like cruise missiles and some other kind of missile. But once again, well, anyways, airplanes, airplanes cannot stop cruise missiles. So they're doing missiles, they're doing lots of missiles, and you can't stop the missiles with a no-fly zone. And if you want to do a no-fly zone, the first thing you have to do is you have to take out all the, um, what, the surface-to-air missiles that Russia has, and they have them in Ukraine, they have them in Belarus, and they have them in Russia. So, you know, like, the first thing you'd have to do, if, if, if NATO or American jets went in there and started doing a no-fly zone, the first thing they'd have to do is just go have to go bomb the shit out of, you know, Russia. Like, they'd have to go up and down Russia, you know, probably hundreds of miles into Russia just bombing the shit out of them and all their um, surface-to-air missiles, and they'd have to do it in Belarus, too, and in Ukraine. So, I mean, you just, whatever. It'd be a whole bunch of American... You know, NATO, I don't know. Let's just call it America. I mean, America is the ruler of NATO, I think. So just American jets and whatnot would just go have to pound the ground over in Russia. Like, a whole bunch. First thing, absolute first thing you have to do. Like, the guy, Blanc, he says, it's, you know, that you don't have American jets go in there, shoot down a couple uh, Russian fighter jets, and then all the other Russian airplanes, like, you know, turn tail and run. No, you're going to have to start off by just pounding the ground in Russia. And the other thing he's saying is like, like America doesn't have a fighter jet base in Ukraine. So, right, these fighter jets are going to have to be coming from far away. And then and then you need gasoline. I mean, they're like gas guzzlers. I mean, you know, super duper gas guzzling uh, fighter jets. I love them. But what that means is where you have fighter jets, you have to have like giant slow flying tanker airplanes you know fuel airplanes big ass fuel airplanes just flying around slowly um so that the fighter jets can go do what they want to do and then they can go back to the fuel airplane and get some fuel and then go back and do some more fighting and basically it's not that easy to shoot down a fighter jet but it's real easy to shoot down um giant slow flying fuel tanker airplanes so like, like I was saying, so once again, you're going to have to go and just pound the hell out of Russian ground stuff, you know, the what, surface to air. Anything is surface to air for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of miles, because otherwise Russia is just going to be like, oh, they're just going to shoot down your tanker and then you all got to go home. And I'm not sure how this fits in, but I guess a lot of the, so the cruise missiles, they come from the ground in Russia, but they also come from like giant airplanes like Russia has like giant airplanes that stay in Russia and shoot cruise missiles over into Ukraine so whatever that means but okay it made me look up what is a cruise missile and uh, I guess Wikipedia here a cruise missile is a guided missile used against terrestrial targets it remains in the atmosphere and flies the major portion of its flight path at approximately constant speed Cruise missiles are designed to deliver a large warhead over long distances with high precision. Okay, so that's... Okay, the, the, the other missile I couldn't think of is ballistic missile. So anyways, they got cruise missiles. They can... They can every, you know, America or Russia, you can shoot them from the ground. You can shoot them from the air. Let's talk about... Let's look at the definition of ballistic missiles. 
Well, I mean, whatever. I'll read you the definition and I'll explain it. It's not, it's not that, it's not quite as easy to understand. But a ballistic missile is a rocket-propelled, self-guided strategic weapon system that follows a ballistic trajectory to deliver a payload from its launch site to a predetermined target. I mean, long story short, a ballistic missile is like, it's like throwing a rock. Or, ah, it's like firing a bullet. Like, say you want to, say you want to hit something with a bullet, like a long ways away, like so far away, you don't just like fire it straight at the thing. So what you do is you fire the bullet like up into the air and it just goes way up in the, you know, like, you know, it starts off with some power, but then basically it just flies through the air, um, I guess using its own momentum and it doesn't, and it's not powered. It's not powered the whole way. It just has power right when it starts off, kind of like a bullet or a rocket, you know, a rocket will start, will go a little bit longer than a bullet. A bullet is, you know, a fraction of a second. Rockets will go for a few minutes, but anyways, they shoot off into the air, and then after that, they're just flying through the air with their own momentum, and they just go in an arc up, and then they go in, a, you know, and then on the way down on that arc, and they come back down and hit whatever the thing is that they wanted to miss. But the point is, like a cruise missile, it's kind of like an airplane where it's powering itself the whole way, whereas a ballistic missile, you only power it to get it going up into an arc, and then it just flies on its own up and back down. And that's like the big nukes, like the, you know, if you want to nuke Moscow, you want to nuke um, New York City, those are intercontinental ballistic missiles, which just means they shoot themselves so hot, so much, they go up into space, and then they just kind of, whatever, they keep going on their own momentum, and then they just come down on the nice arc trajectory, and just land on, you know, whatever city it is they want to destroy. But anyways, once again, uh... You can't, it's hard to, it's hard to stop ballistic missiles when they're in the air. Anyways, airplanes don't do that. A no-fly zone does not mean stopping ballistic missiles. For that, you need to set up some whole crazy huge, you know, missile-to-missile -missile defense thingabobber. And so, I mean, I don't know if this part is true, but I'll just tell you what this guy is saying. This guy is saying that the no-fly zone would be good for Russia. It would be good, well, or at least it would be good for Putin. And the thing is, is right now... Basically, the entire world agrees that Russia is doing something evil and they need to, whatever, be sanctioned. They need to be sanctioned. We need to put sanctions on them. They got no money. We took away all their money. They're going to, you know, they can do the war for a while, but maybe they, you know, you can't do the, you can't do wars forever with no money. But so what this guy is saying is that if America went in there and did a no-fly zone, you know, which the first thing would, you'd have to do to implement that would be bombing the shit out of Russia, um, all of a sudden the world would no longer be unified and wanting, wanting to sanction Russia. They'd be like, you know what, we did want to sanction Russia, but now we're not so sure about what you did, America, there. You went too far. They went too far, but now you've gone a little bit too far. You know, you're not as evil as them, but you've done you've done something that's making us go, hmm, I'm not sure about this stuff. And so I don't know if that's true or not, but I guess if everything that I mean everything I got I'm telling you here comes from not me, but I guess if that stuff's true, uh we're not gonna have no no fly zones. And you know, I think I think Biden, everyone everyone has already said we're not gonna have one, so we're just gonna continue to not have one. It just wouldn't work good. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.